There's a Pasuk in this, the beginning of the parasha which says, These are the children of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. Avram, Avram fathered Yitzchak. So Rashi quotes what our sages say in answer to the question, Why does the Pasuk repeat it? If Yitzchak is the son of Avram, obviously Avram fathered Yitzchak. Why does it have to repeat it? So they say, the mockers of the uh, of the generation would say, "May Avimelech that Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech, as is the story that she was uh, taken to his palace. Ma Asal Kadosh So what did Hashem do? Tsar cluster Panimshal Yitzchak. He f- shaped the uh, the image of the Yitzchak's face. He made him look like Daimel Avram, like his father Avram. So then everybody had, was forced to testify to admit that Avram held the Yitzchak, that Avram was the father of Yitzchak. That's the Rashi. We have to understand. Since our sages, the way they phrase it is as a question and an answer. Ma also, what did Hashem do in order to fix this problem? And they could have simply said without a question and answer they could have said it directly the scoffers were saying that uh, you know what they said made Yitzchok look like Avram why does he have to say it what did Hashem do as if there is some sort of an issue Hashem had to make a special effort to do this but he could have said it on the verte von mag asagos baruch. He could have said it without saying what did Hashem do. Is mashma so it seems as in them inyan von tsar cluster upon of that in this matter of making Yitzchok look like Avram is da speciala ufto. There was something, something had to be done, something had to change, something was on the far state as veloshen shaila. That's why it's written as a question: What did Hashem do with this uh, problem? What did Hashem do? What special act did He do in order to allay the uh, the suggestions of the mockers? Istamos, we have to understand about this. In what way is making a son look like his father a special event? Special uh, had to do something to make it happen. It's something which is natural and very common. As a ben is that a son looks like his father. In fact, there has to be a reason why if a son doesn't look like his father, then you ask, why doesn't he look like his father? So we'll understand this by explaining that which our sages tell us. In regards to a number of things, our sages use the term as an kosha that they are difficult for Hashem to do. Like, for instance, kikriyas yamsuf. They use the term, it's difficult to do this, like the splitting of the Red Sea. As kosha. And that even for Hashem, this is a difficulty, kaviyachol, so to speak. So, what does it mean? What does it mean that's difficult for Hashem? Is you do it as them, so we know. There is an explanation about this as the kosher from Kriyas Yamsa Bashtaid Be'ikir 
that what is so difficult about Kriyas Yamsuf to begin with, this is as difficult as the splitting of the Yamsuf. What's so difficult about the splitting of the Yamsuf? So what's difficult is nisht in them was the yam is nikrivar, not in the fact that the sea was split in half. Un in them was the nochaz yivem nitzav k'meid and that the water stood like a solid wall. That's not what was difficult. But fratul fiyam avur in Tanya, especially according to what is explained in Tanya, as kriyas yamsav is a klener apella vibriyas shemayim va'aretz, that the splitting of the yamsav is a smaller, much less amazing than the creation of heaven and earth. Is the chavada nisht shaykh to sudden dafka dem kosher? So certainly, if it doesn't say anywhere that Hashem had difficulty creating the world, so why is it suddenly? And and Tanya says that dif, uh, creating the heaven and earth is more difficult than the splitting of the yamsuf. So why is the term uh, kosher used for splitting the yamsuf? So it's not about um, it's not about the fact that he split the sea and that the water stood uh, stood uh, solid solid walls. Nor rather the difficulty is in demos by Kriyas Yamsov and given that in Kriyas Yamsov Hashem did two opposite things at the very same time. It it created two opposites. What are they? Roughly Israel. It was soft for the Yidden the nog of the Mitzrayim and punishment for the Mitzrayim so it was a saving device for the Yidden and a punishment for the Mitzrayim because if the sea wouldn't split the Mitzrayim wouldn't have gone into it and then they wouldn't have been killed in the Yamsuf so it was the splitting of the sea which is what caused them to enter into the opening and then Hashem drowned them in the Yamsuf that's to say that the splitting of the Yamsuf itself was the salvation of the Yidden and the destruction of the Mitzrayim. Two opposites. The quality of judgment, so to speak, put forth a complaint to Hashem. Why are these different than these? Meaning, why are the Jews different than the Egyptians? They uh, they worship idols. The Egyptians, the Jews, also worshipped idols in Egypt. So they were asking, "Why are you doing? Why are you using the same tool to kill them and to save them?" Well, my time and for this reason is this kosher. That's why it's difficult. Why is it difficult? Because in the way that Hashem created things to happen, He does consider. The, the attribute of judgment as well. He takes it into consideration, the two sides of the matter. But over here, he completely ignored the side of judgment and their complaint, why are you treating them in the same act? Why are you punishing them and, or killing them and saving them? So that's difficult to ignore his own say there what he himself established as the way things should be done he had to ignore the side of judgment against the Jews so in other words what's difficult is to do two opposites at the same time that's a difficult thing so it's similar to that we will also understand in our matter we know the difference between Avram and Yitzchak as Avram is given Avram Oyavi Avram is referenced in the Pasuk as Avram, the one who loves me. 
meaning that Avram was the personification of kindness, which love is an extension of kindness. And that's why his relationship with Hashem was one of love. On the Fares given and that's why his main Aveda was in doing kindness with people and bringing guests into his house. He had a whole operation going on doing that. When Yitzchak is given Pachad Yitzchak, Yitzchak is referred to as the fear of Yitzchak, meaning he was about discipline. And that's why his work that the detailer describes about what Yitzchak went about, what he was busy with, was to dig wells. Digging a well means to remove the stones and the earth which cover up the fresh water beneath it. And to unveil, to reveal the water that is there below the surface and allow it to bring, to come up to the surface which is a matter of discipline because you have it within you you just need to be disciplined enough to be able to do the hard work which is to reveal what you have inside you that's the idea of discipline and that's what Yitzchak did that's what the digging of the wells is all about in other words that they had two opposite um, approaches to life Avram was about love Yitzchak was about discipline and therefore there's also a difference in that which was came out of them what was the progeny of uh, of Avram and what was the progeny of Yitzchak uh, sorry, yes, of Yitzchak specifically speaking about the ones that did not follow in their footsteps but the ones that left from them the Yenikas HaChitzayin, that which ended up from Avram's flow, ended up in the outside world, in other words, not in the area of Kedusha, through Yishmol. Vidasiz mitzad kava chesed, from Avram, there's a difference in the way, the, what left from Avram, his progeny, Yishmol, which left, there's a difference between him and Esau, which came from Yitzchak. Vidasiz from kava gvura, and the way it is, it came from kava gvura, of discipline from Yitzchak. The difference is Avram, Yosemim, and Yishmol. Avram, Yishmol came forth from him, but it means it left, he left. Chesed Klippa Yishmol was kindness of Klippa. There is such a thing as kindness, which can be expressed in a very negative way. For instance, there are borders about where one should express their love and their closeness. You don't belong in other people's you know, uh, territory, not territory, but it's the wrong thing to speak to someone else's wife, let's say, with uh, expressing love and chesed. But Yishmol, that's what he did. He did that kind of thing in a, in a way of klipa. When Yitzchak, Yitzchak, whereas from Yitzchak came forth Esav, who is al-char he was told, you live by the sword, meaning gvura, the klipa. He was uh, gvura of klipa. So what came out of them in a negative way also was very different from each other. Yishmol was very different from Esau. That's one of the explanations why the Pasuk has to tell us. And here specifically, that Avram fathered Yitzchak. Because we have to understand. First of all, the Hechrech Tzuzog Avram Hiladis Yitzchak why does it have to why does the Torah have to follow up and say Avram fathered Yitzchak 
is Norval the Pasik the month free of Yitzchak ben Avram. It's only because it says in the Pasik that these are the children of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. So it mentioned that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. So it has to tell us, yes, Avram was his father. Don't worry about the, what the scoffers are saying. Had it not said, had it not said Yitzchak is the son of Avram, it would have simply said Yitzchak. These are the children of Yitzchak. Not mentioning that he was the son of Avram, there would be no need to follow up and answer the, the question or the challenge that the scoffers were saying. Rashi is Mefarish, and as Rashi explains it, because the Pasuk writes, Yitzchak ben Avram, Yitzchak the son of Avram, Huskak Loimar, now he was required to say, he was forced to say that Avram was the father, legitimate father of Yitzchak. You could ask the question on this itself. When it said Yitzchak, why does he say Yitzchak the son of Avram? He didn't have to write Yitzchak as the son of Avram. That is also known to us already. While we know this already from previous Seders that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. Everybody knows that. So why does the Pasuk have to say it here? And therefore get into the situation where you have to respond to what the scoffers say. Don't say it at all. Don't say that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. Just call him Yitzchak. If it didn't say Yitzchak the son of Avram, it wouldn't have to say that Avram is the, the true legitimate father of Yitzchak. Nor gleich the tzel ben tzel the Yitzchak. It could have gone right straight to discussing what he really wants to discuss, which is the children of Yitzchak, Yaakov and Esav. By Yitzchak ben Abraham Shana to go on to say, and Yitzchak was forty years old and he didn't have children and he prayed and so on. So he could have gone straight to that story. He could have skipped the whole saga, the whole drama of Avram and the, uh, Yitzchak is the son of Avram. Says who? And he could have skipped that whole thing. Another question: Why is it that the, that the Torah addresses that which the scoffers were saying about Avram? Eshtem Parsha told us. Why does he address it now in the in this Parsha? where it's talking not about Yitzchak being the son of Avram now we're talking already about the next generation who are the children of Yitzchak which are Yaakov and Esau and it's already going on to talk about the life of Yitzchak and what he went through we finished basically with Avram's story already and the fact that Yitzchak is the son of Avram is only mentioned in passing in the Friedegger said this so to this, to speak about what the scoffers were saying about a, the relation between Avram and Yitzchak should have said somewhere earlier where it talks about Avram being the father of Yitzchak not here where it's said in passing because the subject matter is already about Yitzchak's family it should have been written where it was talking about the birth of Yitzchak so he could have said there Avram held this Yitzchak to tell us that he was the legitimate father. Now the beer in them, so the explanation is, from Loshna Yitzchak, the way this parsha starts is with a vav at the beginning, and these are the children of Yitzchak. When it says a vav at the beginning of the word, it means it's a follow-up to what was written previous to that something was written earlier and these are the children of Yitzchak it's in response 
to what was written earlier. So it becomes clear as the parsha kumt behemshuk sufrir that this parsha is being written in continuation to what it says at the end of the previous parsha. For in the previous parsha at the end it's talking about the family of Yishmol. Yishmol was also a son of Avram. Even more. As a son, it would seem that Yishmol is even more of a son to Avram. The Goloi, if you look at it on the surface, Yishmol seems to have a greater connection to Avram than Yitzchak does. Then Yitzchak has to Avram. While Yishmol is Bekabachesed, because as we said before, Yishmol also went in the direction of Chesed, Azavi Avram, just like Avram's father. Not it is Chesed Eklipa. The only difference is that Avram was Chesed of Kedusha, of holiness, and he was Chesed of Klipa. But as far as character, it was a similar character trait. And he comes from Avram in a way that you can see that he came from Avram because he has similar character traits, of course, in a negative way, but similar character. Whereas Yitzchak is a completely different type of a character. He works with discipline. That's his character, which is very different than than Avram. One could say the opposite of Avram. So therefore, Yishmol seems to be even closer, close, more closely connected to Avram. That's why the Torah has to now follow up and say, that when he talks about Yitzchak, he finished talking about Yishmol, and then it goes on to describe, the, and these are, this is the family of Yitzchak. So since one might think, it seems as if Yitzchak is not really is not the natural follower of Avram. So yes, no, he's a son of Avram. The Torah finds it necessary to say that Yitzchak is a son of Avram. And he adds even more, Avram, that Avram is the legitimate father of Yitzchak, as other that to the contrary, the yachas from Yitzchak to Avram is nor garbay from Yuchad, that the connection, the relationship between Yitzchak and Avram is a very special kind of a relationship, much deeper not only is Yitzchak the son of Avram, not Avram that Avram fathered Yitzchak. In them is Bashtan and Ikir in Yonish from Avram. In fact, what that means is that when you say Avram fathered Yitzchak, it means he invested himself into Yitzchak. That was what Avram was about: having Yitzchak, raising Yitzchak. That Hashem said to Avram, it's through Yitzchak that you will have your family. Yitzchak will be called your son, not Yishmael. And for this reason, that's why the Torah only mentions it here in Parsha Toilus. B'Shas men learned in Toilus, as Toilus Yitzchak is Esau, when we learn now. We're going to learn that the children of Yitzchak are one of them was Esav, Gevura the Klipa, which is Gevura of Klipa, similar to Yitzchak's Gevura of Kedusha. Un Iker Yitzchak is and the main avoid the preoccupation of Yitzchak, and what what went through in what he did in his life was 
digging the wells. The digging of the wells, as we said, represents discipline, uncovering what is there below the surface, rather than Avram who showered kindness from above upon people. That's when the uh, the mockers, the scoffers, that's when they they say, "Oh, look at this." As it seems to go on. Yishmael seems to have a close relationship with uh, with Avram, similar character. Yitzchak, not only Yitzchak, he's involved. We're not talking about Yitzchak's Avaida, which is the digging of the wells. Esav comes from him. That's another expression of Gvura. How does this come to Avram? That's why they said even more. Yitzchak doesn't seem to have a uh, a connection to Avram. And therefore, we have, the Torah finds it necessary to say, no, Yitzchak was the son of Avram. That's the main son of Avram. But it's because of, we now are comparing, we have a good comparison between what Yitzchak did and what Avram did. It's coming up now, therefore, this is where it needs to be written. And that's when it, what is meant by the difficulty, so to speak, for Hashem, in Tsar, Tsar classed upon Avram that he had to change the face of Yitzchak that it should look like Avram. That's what pre- presents the difficulty. Why? Why is it that a son looks like his father? It's because the son, of course, comes from the father. If his body, the neshama, meaning the character, the body, the physical body traits. That's why he's similar to his father, both in the physical image, what it looks like his father, and also in his character traits. Since in their character traits they were to the contrary to each other, Avram is given Avram represented, it was the epitome the personification of kindness and Yitzchak is whereas Yitzchak was discipline for this reason they were also their thinking was different from each other when a person lives personifies kindness his thinking is one way when somebody personifies discipline he has another uh, intellectual approach to things he sees, sees things differently as we know in regards to Beishama and Beishilo that their disputes are explained as that they, it's, we find that Shamai for the most part is always more stringent Hilo is always more lenient so it's explained that because in the source of their soul Hilo came from Chesed and therefore he, he saw everything in a more lenient way Shammai came from discipline, so he saw everything in a more stringent, you know, do the best, try to get the best. So therefore, by Shammai and Basil, because of their, what was deep in their soul, the formation of their soul was different than each other. Shammai always went to Lechumra, the more stringent, Basil always went to, to more lenient. So because so that's the end of the parentheses is closed. So therefore, in regards to Avram and, and Yitzchak, because their character was different, 
So they also naturally, they should have also looked differently. They should have seen, been opposite of each other. Especially on the face. Because what a person looks like, their, their facial features are very much connected with their personality. So therefore, their abal chesed is b'seiv upon him yofes. Somebody who is a kind person, you can always expect them to smile and so on. That's the kind of uh, facial features they have. Abal gvura, somebody that's into into this limitashtrinkim upon him would be more of a severe look. So therefore, Avram and Yitzchak, they shouldn't look alike with each, to each other. They are the opposites in their in their soul, in their character, in their personality. So their face should represent what they are, not what their... Yitzchak shouldn't represent what Avram is. And that's why the question arises. What does Hashem do in this situation? He has a father and a son that look very different from each other because they're so different in their personality. And they're saying that it's not his son. So what do, we, what do you do here? What, what, uh, what, advice, what are we going to do about making sure that we respond to what their, the scoffers are saying? Since in the way things should naturally progress, Avram and Yitzchak should be very different opposites in their facial facial features. Just like in their behavior and their personality, they are they lean to Chesed Gvura, Kavim Hafchim, which are opposites, opposite ways of of behaving, of reacting, and so on. But since these scoffers were saying that she, that Sarah became pregnant from Abimelech, is also Baruch Hu, so Hashem had to intervene. He had to do something special, something unique, something that doesn't happen normally. Something unique. Which goes against nature and the way things should turn out. Hashem had to intervene himself and he had to change the facial features of Yitzchak that it should look, he should look like Avram even though naturally this was not uh, this shouldn't have happened it didn't happen hey it's also should be obvious that the fact that Hashem changed the facial features of Yitzchak to look like Avram is given this doesn't mean that he only changed his facial features unrelated to his personality but to the contrary the fact that Hashem made them look similar in their physical features is it's because he started from a step back he changed their facial features in their spiritual personality and that caused that now their facial features would be similar to each other also physically as is explained in a number of places that even though kindness and discipline are opposites to each other the discipline of Yitzchak 
is comes forth from the kindness of, of, of Ram. In the end, Yitzchak was the son, the continuation of Avram. And the fact that he expressed himself in discipline was based on Avram's kindness. As the Pasuk says here, Avram Yitzchak. Avram fathered Yitzchak. So Yitzchak comes from Avram. So everything that he is comes from what Avram is. But to explain what that means, Unishnor, and this does not only mean Valdesibe from Gvura is Chesed. One could say that the reason for this is because why does, what's the purpose of discipline? The purpose of discipline is in order to be able to bring forth chesed. How so? What does that mean? Chesed vildoch ad on in roif tuv on Chesed wants, uh, sorry, yeah, chesed wants that what chesed is giving forth, projecting, should be able to be received by the recipient. And when one gives overwhelmingly, it's difficult for the recipient to receive overwhelmingly. So the only way that you can make this happen is, you have to limit some of what you're giving so that it can be accepted by the recipient. So for instance, if somebody wants to explain a deep concept, the theory of relativity, and you try to explain it to a to a third grader. If you tell them tell them the way it is, the way uh, the professor envisioned it, they're not going to understand anything that you teach. So you have to limit it by giving some sort of an analogy that could make it more understood on their level. So you need to limit it in order for them to be able to receive it. So the purpose of the limitation that is discipline, gavura. Why are you limiting it? Because this is the only way they will be able to receive it. Nor, so it's not only because of that. That's not the only relationship between Chesed of Avram and the Gevurah of Yitzchak. That, that's one point, but it's not only that. Nor Nochmer, even more. The Gevurah the Yitzchak Zainen an inyum for Chesed Begilui. The Gevurah, the discipline, the Gevurah also means power a flow, an intense flow. So the Gevura of Yitzchak is taking Avram's chesed and pushing it forward with force. It's through the Gevura, through the intense um, let's just call it through the intensity of Gevura that's how you get to pass on the, the chesed. As it's known in explaining what it says, is is an expression that's used in the Gemara that the power of rain. In other words, that sometimes rain comes in a very forceful way. That means that there's a lot of rain, a lot of blessing. That's why it says in regards to Yitzchak that Hashem said about Avram and I will give him many children, I'll give him Yitzchak. Yitzchak is only one child, but Gevura, because Yitzchak represented Gevura, so he was able to bring that which Avram brought forth, which is Chesed, and he was able to do it in a very intense way, that he was able to make much of it, so much more of it, 
than Avram even made of it. So in other words, Yitzchak's Gvura was in order to bring forth the Hashpa that came from Avram, Avram's Chesed. When Adi Iskalus from Chesed to Avram and Gvura to Yitzchak, and this merging of the Chesed of Avram and the Gvura of Yitzchak working together in order to bring it forward, in order to bring together two opposites, that has to come from a place that transcends both of them, which means an oir, an energy which comes from beyond creation, in which chesed and gevura are equal to the to that level. Chesed doesn't is doesn't have to eliminate gevura. Gevura doesn't have to eliminate chesed. It's not a contradiction, and therefore they can merge together. Because of, it comes from a high level that transcends both of them, therefore the two opposites can come together. The mitzvah This will explain also the remez in Loshon Chazal. They, what the, our sages in this story, what they allude to when they tell us this word, and everyone was able to see what could uh, say that Avram had to admit, had to agree that Avram was the father of Yitzchak. It doesn't say, and so everybody knew that Avram was the father. It said, Heidu, they all testified that he is the father. Rashi, in fact, uses that term twice. There is evidence that Avram is the father of Yitzchak. What's the emphasis? Why does he make it not about they knew, but that they testified that they had evidence that it was so? So perhaps the answer could be When do you need evidence or a testimony about something? Only something that is unknown. Something that is unknown, you have to have somebody to tell it to us, to testify. If Adavra Goli is something that which is obvious to all, in fact, even something that is not yet obvious, but it will become known very soon. You don't need testimony for that either, because if you don't know it, if somebody says you can trust someone about something that everybody will know whether it's true in a short while, he could you can trust them even without witnesses because since everybody's gonna know what the truth is, so you can trust them. We who's going to lie about something that will very soon it'll be known that he lied so you don't need testimony you don't need witnesses for something that is obvious known and even something that will soon become known thus haste which means what that means in this context is that through testimony it reveals to us something which in essence, it is beyond revelation. It's something that is concealed from us. Testimony means we are going to reveal something which is essentially beyond revelation. It's concealed, and now we're going to reveal it. Loya vida lugluya. It's not destined to be revealed. For something that's destined to be revealed, you don't need witnesses. Only for something that is not going to be revealed, for that you need a witness. What that means spiritually is that when you bring forth something which transcends creation, everything within creation is revealed. It's within creation, you can access it with your own seichel, you can, you can get to it. 
to, through understanding creation could get to that too but something that transcends creation means we have no access to it it's beyond our comprehension and that's what's being revealed so edus means revealing something which transcends creation which is beyond us in other words, the bringing together, the merging together of the two opposites of Avram and Yitzchak, that they should look alike and that they should behave alike, be alike, that's something which comes from transcendent, a transcendent level, and that's why Rashi refers to it as they testified about it. Because it's something which wouldn't be known, you wouldn't know that on your own. Or rather, it's something that could not happen only if you reveal a level which is transcendent, unknowable in the world. And that's what, in our case, the, is, being me, is meant by using the word Eidos. The fact that Avram fathered Yitzchak, which means the skalos chesed gvura, which as we explained means the merging of chesed and gvura, is mitzadam shachos bechinish shalom maylam comes as a result of having drawn down a level from beyond creation because naturally something like that cannot happen the merging of, of opposites doesn't work As such, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense it doesn't fit together but because of the testimony which means because a level from beyond the Shtalshul was brought in to bear. Similar to when witnesses say, but I saw it. Muslim is a glaive, so you have to believe the witnesses. So also over here, the Eidus is what made it happen because it comes from a high level, beyond unknowable level. That's why it's able to merge together Chesed and Gevurah and that's why not only did Hashem shape the face of Yitzchak to look like Avram, but He also shaped their personalities that they became similar to each other. He merged together that Chesed should translate into Gevurah, flow into Gevurah in a way that it promotes and furthers the uh, purpose of Chesed. So that explains the uh, this Rashi. Is what is the lesson to us in our avay, the service of Hashem? Says you do it the tamas Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Vernongrufen Avais. We know that why are these three Avram Yitzchak why are they called the patriarchs? Because they are the source source of every single Jewish soul. On the beginning from Yeder and from the Avos, come be Yerushal Kolachad VeEchad Mivnei Machreim. And that the what they bequeath to us, each one of them, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, each one bequeaths something else, is given to every single Jew in every, in every generation. Bechol der v'doy. Um by yeder Eden, darfen zayin the avodas from the aladray avos, and every yid has to adopt to has to adopt those things which are given to us from Avram, from Yitzchak, and from Yaakov. We have to serve Hashem in those ways that they bequeathed us. The fun is moving. From this we understand. As Eich the Tsar cluster Panah, that also when we talk about shaping of the face, is Kalos for Chesed and Gevura, which in this case means the merging of Chesed and Gevura. Can Undarv Zayim by Yedin Eden, every Jew can also accomplish this to bring together Chesed and Gevura, and therefore needs to. For instance, what it says in Tanya. 
that a yid has to live, be able to live in this way. There is tears and crying in the heart on one side of the heart, and joy and rejoicing in the other side of the heart. In other words, you have to be able to live with opposites, crying and singing and rejoicing are two opposites, but it has to be able to carry both of those approaches. You have, sometimes at the same time. And that's what he means, that we have to be able to merge together two opposites, chesed and gevur. This is really something which is beyond nature. It doesn't fit in the model of creation. As I said before, that from as far as creation is concerned, kindness and discipline are two opposites. They don't really work together. As the Sifri says, that to experience love and reverence of Hashem or fear of Hashem that can only happen in, in the context of Hashem which means not in Avedis Hashem only when a Yid is serving Hashem doing uh, in the service of Hashem there you can have a merging of love and fear of Hashem but it doesn't work in worldly matters you can't approach worldly matters and have both of these things functioning at the same time but in Kedusha because Hashem is transcendent so therefore, it gives us the ability to be able to have both, merge both into, at the same time. Nor, however, in the Mechiyat Kiya, that in, you know, crying on one side and so on, there are two levels. One level is, the Meridus Vos Zolzain Donishtig Banach. There's two ways in which you can do this. One can practice uh, crying, which means remorse over uh, past behavior, how you could have done better. So that's one, uh, this you do on Thursday night, as is customary. That's a night for Cheshven and Nefesh, for making a, a sum total, see how you did this week. So you do that on Thursday night. On the Simcha is Shabbos, and then you, Shabbos comes, then you're rejoicing. So it's done in two separate times. A second point is, said this is already a more difficult Aveda. That the regret and remorse over past behavior and the joy should come together. It should happen at the same time. And since Ebi Yid is inherits from our patriarchs, that somebody who inherits inherits everything that the father bequeaths. Therefore, every everyone at least occasionally Einstein's I say every yid has the ability to at least sometimes be able to accomplish this. It doesn't mean that you can always be on that level, do it, you know, operating on both levels at the same time, but with work and focus, one can accomplish this at least sometimes because we have it in us from Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. So that's one lesson from the fact that Hashem merged together Avram and Yitzchak in, in other words, Chesed and that He gives the, the uh, every Jew the possibility to do that as well. Zayin, Nochay now is another lesson from that. Bechtei as Allah's own made Zayin, as Avram held this Yitzchak, 
In order that everybody should acknowledge that Avram is the legitimate father of Yitzchak, Hatach the Eivishig can't machen melchatchila class to punish Avram daimeli Yitzchak. Why did he have to wait until there was a negative reaction and then make them look similar? Why didn't he make them look similar to begin with? Das is aber afilimeteva ubeseichel shverit. But that is even more difficult, naturally and uh, into, uh, logically. That is even more difficult than the way he actually went about it. That uh, originally they were born, they, well, Yitzchak was born looking different than Avram because he represented something different. But then, for the special circumstances, Hashem merged them together and caused them to look like Yitzchak to Avram. So that's to make them look originally t- similar. Uh, yes, similar. That would have been different because it's unnatural. What does this mean to us? When a person has, he has a, an option. There are two ways that he can approach something. There's one way to approach it through chesed, and another way to approach it through gvura, through discipline. I mean, he doesn't know which way to go. Which should he choose to go the way of Chesed? Should he choose to go the way of Gvura? The one a person has to make the choice to go with Chesed. And similar to what it says in Tanya in a, in a matter similar to this, that when a person is trying to bring a yid close, closer to Yiddishkeit. So if he approaches the the, the Alter Rebbe presents the question, how could you be close to a Russia? So he says you don't know all the uh, calculations. Is he really a Russia? What uh, what is his background? How, you know, and so on. And since you don't know how to make that, you don't know what the true story is. The risk it's a better risk to take to be nice to him, to be kind to him because even if you were wrong and he really is a Russia so you shouldn't have been nice to him so what did you lose? at least you did the mitzvah of Hashem, and then in the end maybe through chesed you'll be able to bring him closer that's even if you made the mistake it's still a better choice to go with chesed with kindness, with love so in other words, that the Alter Rebbe says that it's always a better option to go with Chesed. Ches. Inyan anal, this idea, Salib der Taina from Litzani Ador hat memavatl given Teva Vesidere Shalshalus. This point that he made before, that because of what the scoffers of the generation were saying, so Hashem decided to change the entire structure of creation. And he merged together Chesed and Gevurah. And he changed the facial, facial features of Yitzchok to look like Avram. We can connect this with the idea of spreading the wellsprings of Chesidus to the outside. Which primarily started on Yutas Kislev. That this parasha told us always comes out in the month of Kislev, other b'Shabbos Mavarchem Kislev, or sometimes in Shabbos Mavarchem Kislev. The Chaydish Agula, which is the month of redemption, and Velchesat Zich Uvgim Eton, the Inyan from Yefutzim Einesecha, in which 
the idea that's when Yafutsa Menesechad Al Tereb started, especially after Petterburg um, started spreading the wellsprings of Chassidus to the outside. So it's written in Zayar, as in Taira Zenefaran Gufe Taira, which is Galia the Taira, that in Taira there is what's called the body of Taira, that's called the revealed part of Taira, on the Shmasa Deiraisa, and the soul of Taira, which is Razin Deiraisa, the secrets of the Taira, Kabbalah Chsidis. Al Pisader Shalshalus, according to the order of things, they seem to be two very different things. The soul and the body are not the same, they're different. And each one has its own way of understanding things and so on. The Nigla and Chsidis seem different from each other. The body of the Torah is in a revealed state, and the soul of the Torah is more concealed. It's more difficult to understand ideas of chsidus; they're more esoteric and so on. Kamuven oich from them nomen rozin, as we can understand from the name of it, which is the secrets of the Torah soidus, which means concealed. B'shasmen is megalav etasoid When you reveal it, it's no longer a secret. Kumt yutes kislev and is machris. So yutes kislev comes along and, and, and pronounces yofutsu minasecha chutza that these wellsprings of the hidden part of Torah have to be spread to the outside. Adimayonus from Pnimis HaTorah, the springs of the inner dimension of Torah's own Nimshach and his Galavar and have to be brought forward and spread out and that has to reach even to the outside, to what's called the outside. Noisif of them was Chassidus Chabad Hot Arab Kitrog Pnimis HaTorah in Avon and this is all in addition to the fact that Chassidus Chabad brought down the concepts which were always esoteric and removed and difficult to understand and brought it into human intellectual endeavor. We can now understand it with our own brains, with our own minds. Before the Alter Rebbe is on a filobam by the Malten Rebbe and even during the time of the Alter Rebbe himself. Far Petersburg before he was arrested and went to Petersburg, we know that Alter Rebbe spoke much shorter without so much elaboration. And then after Petersburg, he began to speak and teach Chassidus and explain concepts in a much more down-to-earth way, meaning that people could understand it much better. Before Petersburg, it wasn't as well understood as after. So by Bizas Chsidis Chabad Mont, so that Chsidis Chabad demands, expects, because like the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe writes, Menzel learn Chsidis Ba'asaga, that one should study Chsidis and understand it. In the Mzelbim Oifim Vimen Lernet Asugia Nigla, the same way that you learn a, a page of Talmud, where the ideas are quite understandable which means when you learn Chassidus it has to be just as understandable as a page of Gemara the Chutzah from the Mleim that is the outer dimension of the one learning in other words there is the essence of the soul is the inner dimension understanding it logically like a page of Gemara that is the outer dimension of the person so you have to spread Chassidus to your own outer dimension understand it thoroughly 
in addition to this month, men, it's also expected that one should spread these the wellsprings of chesidus to the outside, literally to the outside. So was to a person, to a person not yourself that's somewhere far away. It could be very far away from Yiddishkeit. It should go there too. And even more, the word chutzah, out to the outside, it doesn't say how far outside, it's in, without any limitation, as far as possible. Which means even to the outside, which is the lowest place possible. We have to spread chutzah to there as well. Tess. One could ask that it seems very strange. Because even in Nigla, never mind Chesidus, which is the holiest part of learning, even in Nigla there are also limitations of who you should teach. And for instance, it says in the Apostle Russia, Omar, and to the wicked person he says, Omar Lekim Hashem says, Why are you studying my law? Somebody that's wicked, why are you studying Torah? In other words, that there is an idea that there are certain places in which Torah is not meant to go. How then do we say your should be spread to the furthest you know, reaches of the outside? So for this comes the lesson of says read on in etzim from the yid, that when it reaches, when it touches the essence of a yid, because the, etz, the essence of a yid is rooted in the essence of Hashem, there is no, we don't consider the limitations of creation. And Hashem just like we said before, Hashem tra- transforms the uh, facial features of Yitzchak to look like Avram, even though it doesn't seem to make sense within Ishtal Shalos, but he introduces an air from beyond Ishtal Shalos. As Ozein Daniel Avram, is Oich Pnei so the same is true for Pnei, the inner dimension of Teirah Vos Mitzad, Sidr Ishtal Shalos, that when you look at it from the way it seems within the order of things, it needs to be concealed. That is the secrets of the Torah, as he said before. The secrets not meant to be revealed. Like Gvura and Yitzchak. Gvura means to limit things, to not just give freely. So, Kuma Begilui, but Hashem says, no, it needs to become freely. It has to be given and revealed, and it has to come down. When the Alter the Alter also says, as Oiv Dem is Machub and the Mashal from Ben Melech, that this, the Alter is the one that said this Mashal, that the uh, analogy, the story of the son of the king, the prince, was that was very sick. They had no other options. That they, should, they have to take a certain gem. Which they found out the only one that exists is in the center, the center gem of the king's crown. And that this is the centerpiece of the whole crown. That's the beauty of the whole crown. So you have to take that gem. You have to grind it up, and the prince should drink from that. 
the king said they were nervous about telling the king that this is what he needs to do so the king said as important as the king's crown is is the this is nothing compared to the life of his son Alpidin, according to the law, not to even use it in any way. The, the king's crown is off limits to anyone else. Undo is meningansim abed ikerakesen. Over here, they're going to destroy the whole centerpiece, the beauty of the crown. So live the benamelech because of the prince. Avopiyas that is a benamelech, and even though he is a prince, is a dochnish benamelech, but in the end, he's not the king. But we do do that. Because when it affects the life of his son, which the son is the essence of the king himself, all considerations are set aside. So also, the Yidin, who are the essence of Hashem, need needed to, to be revived so therefore Chassidus which is not meant to be revealed originally is going to be revealed as well and Al-Terebbe is Nachmais and Al-Terebbe adds in the Gevalik uh, and adds another incredible thing Afilu B'Shaz the Matzah from the Melmelech is Eifazayfil Far Erget Gevalik that even though by then the condition of the son of the prince was already so Deteriorated. Bizas is a suffix see evet vekabelzain the mayor of Fua Afilas Tipamehem, and it was already now questionable whether he would be able to swallow any of the of this ground up uh, diamond that could uh, that could heal him. They didn't even know whether he would be able to swallow it anymore. By now, it could be uh, too late. From Desvegnis Kedai, still the king said that it's uh, it's worth it. That they should grind up the, the stone, the gem, that most of it will just pour on the floor because the, the boy won't be able to drink it. Maybe one drop will enter into his mouth of the son of the king and he'll be healed. So this is all on a maybe. And still the king said that it was worth it. Durdes said the same thing with Chesidus, that even though much of it goes perhaps to waste and it's uh, you know this was an answer to Rabbi Pinchas Karitz who found a page of Chassidus uh, in the garbage and he was very upset about that the, the, the holiness of Chassidus which is not meant to be revealed and here it is in the garbage the Altrebbe gave this mushal in order to allay his anger and through this um, involvement in spreading the wellsprings of Chassidus to the outside brings us then Kasimar Domal Kameshicha brings the coming of Mashiach, the Mahiribiya Mainu Mamish in our time literally.